We welcome you to the Tate Ministry of the United Pentecostal Church of Marathon, Iowa. I'm Pastor Doug Inger, and I pastor a spirit-filled church where everyone is welcomed. You will find our worship lively and exciting. We sing with enthusiasm unto the Lord. The Word of the Lord has special importance in our church where it is preached with conviction and anointing. Here you will find rest and renewal for your soul. In our warm, friendly atmosphere, you will find many friends. We pray that what you're about to hear, you will find encouraging and uplifting. No matter where you find yourself as you listen to this message, we want you to know God loves you and you belong here. Directly to me. Amen. I want God, in fact, I, I woke up this morning and I said, God, preach to me. I don't care if anybody else shows up. Preach to me. I, I need something this morning. Amen. Pastor White, I think everything's just about right. Why don't you come and preach to us? We're so glad you're here this morning. God bless you. Receive the word of the Lord. You can be seated in the Lord good. Some of his people are kind of ornery, but he's good. God's good all the time. Same yesterday, today, and forever. You don't feel something, your feelers stuck. Need a grease job on your feeler. You know, if you ain't got much fire, don't take much to put it out. My, my wife burns candles, and you can kind of just wet your finger and put the candle out. But then when we burn the wood stove, it's a different story. And if you've got a fire on the inside of you, ain't nobody can put it out. Don't care what Sister Bucket Mouth thinks of you or the deacon with the dickens. Don't serve God anyhow. Amen. You don't serve God for people. You serve God for God. Yes. And don't ever serve God for what he does for you. Oh, serve God because you love him. Yes. Serve him because you want to. Yes. Serve him because he's God. Yes. Then you'll be there all the time. Yes. See, a lot of people serve God for what they can get out of him. Yes. Then when he ain't handing things out, they don't want to serve him. Job said, naked I come in, naked I'm going out. Don't make no difference if I got it or not. Huh? I got God, ain't that enough? Got your Bibles. Turn me to Genesis. I got about a half a dozen messages to preach to you. I may just throw them all in one. It's hard to tell. One of the greatest men in the Bible with the greatest testimony, and it was only four words. If anybody I'd like to be like, it's this man. Don't hear a lot about him, but what you hear was enough to last. Genesis, the fifth chapter. Verse 22. And Enoch walked with God. Glory to God. And Enoch walked with God. 
after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not, for God took him. What a testimony. What a testimony. If anything I would like to be known for, it was Brother White walk with God. Huh? Not what I done, not what I preached, now how I acted or whatever. He just walked with God. 300 years, Enoch walked with God. You can be seated over here. I got to thinking that the other day. Four words. Enoch walked with God. But that covered his whole life. Covered everything. You didn't, in other words, you didn't have to worry about Enoch and God. You didn't have to worry about him backsliding. You didn't have to worry about him not being in church. You didn't have to worry about him not being there. He was there. 300 years, he walked with God. Most of us can't walk with God two or three years. There's a difference between going to church and walking with God. Uh, Just because we go to church don't mean you're walking with God. They they, they wasn't no great big hoopla. He he didn't, uh, you don't hear a lot of miracles out of him like you do Elijah. But see, he got so close to God that one day he wasn't there. Would you like to get that close to God? I'd kind of like to be up here preaching someday and all of a sudden you blink your eyes and say, what Brother White go anyhow? He was just here a minute ago. Well, actually, that's the type of the rapture. And that's exactly what's going to happen. We need to get so close to God that we act like God and walk like God and talk like God. Pretty soon we're just gone. He didn't do no miracles that I read about. But can you see? See, when you walk with God, you talk with God. Can you imagine some of the conversations that both of them had? There ain't no wonder he left one day. I mean, him and God had one going one day, and pretty soon God said, I ain't done talking to you today. Why don't we just go on up? I got some more I want to tell you. John got in that just a little, tapped into it just a little bit. Paul tapped into it a little bit. He said, I, I saw things I, I can't tell you. It's so wonderful. We ain't even got no idea the things that God has in store for them that love him. We come to church and there ain't nothing wrong with it and we shout a little bit and get a few ghost bumps and go home and think we really had the power of God come down. You ever hear people say, boy, we had a service, we didn't even have no preaching. Enoch Enoch didn't have a Bible. Enoch didn't have the Old Testament. 
Didn't have the New Testament. Didn't have Jesus. Didn't have the Holy Ghost. But he walked with God. Didn't worry about nothing now. Didn't worry about people. Didn't worry about what people say. He had a family. No doubt he had troubles, right? You got a family, you got troubles. <laughs> Only two things wrong with marriage, men and women. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my wife have an argument and never go to bed mad. I've been up for 10 days now. <laughs> Would you like to have that testimony? Now, I've had the privilege of seeing a lot of miracles. I talked about them last night, just a few of them. I've seen blind eyes open, deaf ears unstopped, cripple walk. We was in Old Mexico. I preached for 30 years in Old Mexico. Had a guy that come to church. He had big leather gloves on. His feet was paralyzed, and he's out in front of him, and he scooted on the ground of the church. Sat there every night in the doorway. Last night of revival, we started praying for that man, and I started laying my hands on his feet, and he and he kind of cringed, and I lifted up his pant leg, and they was just black where they was rotting in the way. But Jesus come by. Oh, I like to be in on that. Power of God hit him, and they started running. And they, I called a missionary a couple days later. He said he don't walk no place; he runs everywhere. <laughs> now that's good to see, but we don't hear none of that out of Enoch. Don't hear about no miracles. Don't hear about him preaching. Don't hear about. All we know is he walked with the greatest testimony anybody could ever have. He walked with God. Four words covered his whole life, but what four words was them? Huh? Somebody said Methuselah was the oldest. That was his boy. Somebody said he was the oldest man alive. Well, neither his dad was. Matter of fact, his dad ain't even dead yet. Huh? We ain't died. He's up there. He's still walking with God. Said 300 years in the Bible. That he just got started 300 years. Been about three. Oh, glory to God. There ain't no wonder he's in glory now. 3,000 years he's been walking with God. Huh? Now, Elijah, the other guy that didn't die, you can read about the miracles that he had. He's seen the dead raised. He's seen great miracles happen. He had his good days and his bad days. You don't hear that out of Enoch. All you know about Enoch is he walked with God. Huh? What else would you rather do? You know, they say Pentecost don't lie, but they sing lies. We just sung a song, all I want to do is be closer to Jesus. Do you really? If you did, why ain't you? What, what are you waiting for? Is there a certain day or a certain time or a certain hour that you're going to get close to you? If you're going to do it, you just well do it right now. You just well do it today. See, if you're satisfied in the condition you're in, you ain't going to go no farther. I preached a message one time, if you don't know where you're going, you'll probably end up someplace else. I want to walk with God. 
I want you to say, Brother White, he, he couldn't preach much, didn't really like his jokes, but one thing about him, he walked with God. My, uh, one of my uh, deacons and uh, right-hand man, just like a brother to me, died the other day in church, 58 years old. Sound man, done all my recording for me, all the tapes, uh, played the uh, piano, played the accordion, sang. Wonderful man of God. Took off and left me. Made me mad. <laughs> Must got too close to God. <laughs> One of the, 38 years ago, when I started the first church, him and his family were the first ones to come. Been there ever since. You could make him mad. You could get angry at him. You could tell him off. You do anything you want to do. But he was in the house of God. You wouldn't have to worry about was he going to come tonight or there's some folks you don't never know if they're going to show up or not. I went to one church for 22 years, preached revival every year for 22 years, and I always go and I always wonder about one guy, and I said, Pastor, how's brother so-and-so doing? They said, he backslid again. You never know if he's going to be in the house of God or not. Didn't know from year to year, week to week, if he was going to be in church. Verlin, you just well count. He's going to be in the house of God. I believe Enoch was that way. Enoch is going to walk with God. He had his bad days. He had his ups and downs. He had troubles like everybody else. But he had a determination that he was going to walk with God regardless of what it took. And that's why God took him. And we need to make up a... You can always find an excuse not to go to church. I don't like the song service. Pastor just don't preach like he used to. I don't like the evangelist come comb his hair. I'm so bald I gotta carry my dandruff in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way he spits on the first three rows. Shouldn't make any difference if you want to walk with God. Ain't nothing got in Enoch's way. Nothing stopped him. Nothing slowed him down. You don't hear one bad word about him. You don't hear about him getting discouraged. You don't hear about him getting uh, given away on God. You don't hear about anything bad. He just walked with God. That's all. That's his whole testimony. That's his whole. For 300 years, he walked with God. God God started serving God when he was 65 years old. I served God 300 years, which is 365, one for every day of the year that we got. He just walked with God. I'd love to walk with God every day. You ought to pray till you walk with God and talk with God every day. You ought to pray till you pray in tongues every day. Instead of calling the pastor and say, Pastor, pray for me. I got troubles. I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I got a devil. You pray in tongues. You get up and say, Hey, Pastor, let's go chase devils. Let's go heal the sick and raise it. Let's get something done for God. I just well throw this in. I'm going to leave tonight anyway. Christians are having so much trouble trying to stay in church in the house of God that they can't win nobody else. That's good preaching, Brother White. I've watched the enemy keep Christians so busy and so wrapped up in their self that they just barely make it to the house of God. And if you just barely make it, you ain't going to bring nobody with you. Hello, uh, y'all don't shout me down now. I'm trying to preach. 
Hello? It's time we get back to walking with God and talking with God, and somebody's going to see us. I felt so good the other day. I, I traveled a lot and preached all over the country, and, and uh, a lot of times during the day I just take off and maybe go to a store or something. While back, I walked in the store, and when I walked in, the guy walked out the other way. Instead of leaving, he turned around and come back. And I thought, well, he's forgot something, you know. And I just kind of looked around and really wasn't wanting anything. And I looked up, and he was in the next aisle, and every time I looked up, he was looking at me. So I thought, well, maybe I know the guy. I don't know. So I turned, come around the aisle and run into him. I said, how you doing? Oh, he said, I'm doing real good. He said, uh, you probably seen me looking at you. And I said, yeah, I don't know if I know you or not. No, sir, he said, I don't guess I ever met you in my life. But he said, I started to leave, but I had to come back and find out. You've got to be a preacher, don't you? <laughs> now, I didn't have 47 signs on myself. Jesus saves you're going to hell straighten up. <laughs> He felt, that made my day, he felt something. We don't realize as Christians, when you got the power of God in you, somebody's going to feel that when you walk. I do that a lot of times. I'll go into a strange town and walk down the street. I said, God, let people feel the power of God. I'm not just another face. I'm not just another person. I'm walking with God, and God's walking with me, and I want somebody to feel that when I go by. I'm in with a face like this. You've got to have something. Somebody called me two-faced the other day. I said, I was. You think I wore this one? <laughs> he said, I've seen that face someplace else. I said, it's been on here all my life. So. <laughs> I don't want to be just another face. I want somebody to feel something. We don't realize that because we as Christians, we're in the mully grubs about half the time anymore. And got her own problems. I found out one thing. I wish you'd get a hold of this. I've only served God 40 years, but you might learn something from me. If you'll worry about somebody else, God will take care of you. If you'll get concerned about other people, God told me that when I first started evangelizing. He said, you evangelize and you start helping other people. I'll take care of your family. And God has saved my household. And God will do the same. Do you think, you think Enoch had to worry about his household getting saved? Huh. They watched his life. You couldn't find nothing wrong with his life. He didn't have anything wrong. He had problems same as anybody else. I believe you, if, you, if something would have been bad, you'd have read about it. You read about the rest of them. Elijah out there, I mean, he had the power of God all over him. Now, then one day old Jezebel got a hold of him. He hid under a tree. David, oh, I wish I could talk like David. <laughs> Beautiful, spent 150 psalms just telling about how glorious and how wonderful God was uh, and turned around and committed adultery. <laughs> so you know the bad side as well as the good side. <laughs> but there's only one side of Enoch I can see. <laughs> he walked with God. <laughs> That's all he knew to do. <laughs> he didn't want to do anything else. Nothing else mattered to him. <laughs> he didn't matter if he got anything done <laughs> because he knew his life was going to be spent in eternity. We spend all of our life for a few years down here. I'm going up there where I'm going to walk forever. You think 300 years was enough? Glory to God, I'm going to walk on streets of gold.
Don't get me excited now. I don't know what heaven's going to be like, but I hear there's gold up there. And I just kind of feel like I'm preaching this thing. I just kind of feel like them streets of gold is just going to be soft enough that when you take your shoes off, your toes are just going to squish into it. I just kind of believe that. That's what it's all about. Ain't nothing wrong with having stuff down here, but don't let it get a hold of you. It's, we're getting hooked on everything down here. I told a woman the other day, she'd been missing church about half the time. I said, put God first. I can't help what the scripture said. I just tell you what it says. It says, put God. Well, you know I'm so busy and I got so much to do and I just got two jobs. I said, put God first. Put. They might know what. I don't know many words, you know. I, I ain't too bright. Somebody said, do you know Hebrew and Greek? And I said, yes, I know a little Hebrew and I know a little Greek. One runs a restaurant and the other got a clothing store. <laughs> I preached on nothing one time. I had to look it up. Luke one thirty seven says, For with God nothing is impossible. So I had to look nothing up. You know what it means? Not a thing. <laughs> I mean, that really turned me on. Now read that again. For glory to God. I still, I still feel it. For with God, not a thing. Not a thing. We got words, we call them that long. God call it not a thing. For with God, not a thing is impossible. What are things? Things is what drags you down. Things is what gets the best of you. Things is what give you trouble. God trying to tell you with him, not one of them things. Hello? Well, I don't know. Brother White, I'm going through something that ain't even in the Bible. <laughs> you really got troubles, Henry. <laughs> he walked with God. Glory, what a testimony. What can you read into that anyway? My Lord, his whole life. Ain't that what... Ain't that what this is all about? If you're going to be a Christian, I think you ought to try to be the best one you can be. I want God to be proud of me. I, our, I told you our family was poor, but I wanted my mom to be proud of me. I wanted to do something that amounted to something one of these days. And I often wondered what could I be. Didn't think I was going to make it. My brother's... I was the youngest of all my brothers, and they said, you're dumb. I said, I can't help it. They said, you're stupid. I said, I know it. They said, you're ugly. I said, this is it. You, you ain't going to make it. All my life I heard that, but I said, I'd like to be something. What can I be? I'd like to be something. I'm still working on it, but I'm having fun. <laughs> 
But I want to be a Christian that somebody can say is a Christian. Hello? Now, some Christians, you don't want to ask them how they're feeling. Can't tell if they got salvation or indigestion. Hello? You didn't have to worry about it. What was Enoch a Christian? What did Enoch live right? He walked with God. What more do you want? What else would you want out of life than to say you walked with God? I don't want to be known by the miracles I've seen. I don't want to be known by the people I've prayed for and see set free. I don't want to be known by all the things that I've done, whatever they might be. I want you to say one thing about Brother White. We know he walked with God. He wanted to get as close to God as he could. I pray every one of you do that. The only way you're going to do that is seek God. Put God first. That's your job. <laughs> that's not a suggestion. That's a commandment. Put God first in everything you do. That's what Enoch did. That's why he walked with God. That's why you don't hear nothing bad about Enoch. That's why you know that he made it 300 years. He walked with God. God talked to him. He talked to God. I bet they worked out a lot of things you have no idea. Ain't no wonder that Bible says that the book couldn't even contain everything that happened. Uh, wouldn't you like to have a book of Enoch? Oh, glory to God. And then God said, hey, well, this morning, Enoch, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Let's part of see. I heard a couple of women talking the other day. This one, I, can't, I don't know what kind of church she went to, but she was trying to explain. She said, uh, you know, when they had the, uh, five loaves and two fishes, she said, really, them was uh, sardines. And I said, Hallelujah. I said, glory to God. She said, what do you say that for? I said, you say the sardines. That was a greater miracle. Feed 5,000 people with two sardines. That's a pretty good deal. I'd like to see you do that. Then they tried to say the, the, the enemy, the children of Israel, drowned in 12 inches of water. I said, glory to God. A million people drowned in 12 inches of water. Man, what a miracle. <laughs> Why is it people try to explain God away? I want all the God I can get. Somebody said, well, you be careful, go off the deep end. Wouldn't that be a good way to go? Oh, glory to God. I read a true story about a preacher the other day. I don't know if I'd better say this or not. He said, if it wouldn't bother you folks too much, I think I'll just go to heaven right now. And he fell over dead. I ain't going to say that. <laughs> God might be listening. <laughs> no, I'm ready. <laughs> but I ain't walked with God 300 years yet. Do you get something out of that today? Enoch walked with God. What greater testimony could you have as a child of God? 
If anybody's going to get saved through you, it's going to be on account of that. They're going to watch you. People are not going to walk in there and say, hey, I'm ready to get saved. They're going to come because you've talked to them. You've lived it. I heard about a lady getting saved the other day, and the pastor said, well, uh, sister, what did I say in the message that made you get saved? She said, I don't know anything you preached. She said, but I've been watching my neighbor for the last five years, and they come to church regardless. She said, I want what they got. 95% of the people are going to get saved because you talk to them about Jesus. Now, if they can cuss in my face, I can talk to them about Jesus. Hello? They might make fun of you and run you off, but they won't forget it. The word don't come back void. Do you really want Now, you, you, you good-looking bunch. You know, most of you, put, well, most of you, you're pretty good-looking. But after about a million years, I'm going to get tired of just looking at you folks. <laughs> I'd like to see some new ones. Do you understand? <laughs> Y'all pray I come up with a good one tonight, will you? <laughs> Ain't we going to be judged? Ain't we going to be judged by our works? I'd like to take somebody with me, wouldn't I? I'd like to walk up there and somebody would walk up and say, Hey, Brother White, you know me? And I, oh, well, I was one of them Wheatons down there at Marathon, Iowa one time. I gave my heart to God. Wouldn't that make you feel good? Huh? Everybody stand. Uh, I don't know. I, did. I love that testimony. She walked with God. We, we ain't got no idea what all that encompassed. But I know I want to get there. I don't know about you folks, but the older I get, there ain't much in life that makes me happy. But going to church and serving God. And however many years I got and you got, what better way could you spend them than walk with God? Let somebody know what you got. Be a testimony. When you walk by somebody, somebody feels the power of God. That's scriptural, you understand that? You remember when Peter was out walking one day? Uh, I might get the big head, but I'd like to have that happen. Peter and John walking one day, and they was talking about God probably. The Bible said the very shadow of Peter. Glory to God. Can you imagine walking by some cripple about that time and say, Glory to God! Peter say, What's going on here anyway? I mind my own business. Huh? You ain't got no idea. I'm going to preach on that tonight, I think. The power of God that's inside of you. You're a million times bigger inside than you are on the outside. If you can get a hold of that. The power of God created this universe. Create means made out of nothing. God's, well, I don't want to get started on that. Don't mess tonight. It's going to be good. I might get saved. Bow your head with me. Could I get you this morning to have a desire to walk with God? 
I know you're spiritual, and I know you got just about all you need, but could you get just a little closer? If anybody could you get just a little bit closer to God. Say, God, I want to walk with you. I don't want to just be a Christian. I don't want to just go to church. I don't just want to be there and be faithful. That's good, and that's nice, and I'm glad I can. But I want to walk with you. I want to talk with you, and I want you to talk with me, God. I want to see how close to God I can get. Paul said that I might know him in the power of his resurrection. I want to know you, God. I'm not satisfied. I want to know you more, God. Talk to me, Lord. I don't believe there's no limit to how much we can get of God. Why don't you just pray that right now? Everyone is an individual. Why don't you just tell God? I want to tell you, tell God you mean business this morning. God, I'm just not satisfied. I'm just not satisfied being a Christian. I'm glad you saved me. I'm glad you filled me. I'm glad that I'm uh, on my right mind, but I'm, I want more of you, Lord. I'm not, I just ain't got near enough as I want, God. I've got to have you talk to me. I've got to have you talk to me, Lord. You said your sheep know your voice, and I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you, Lord. I want to know what you want out of me. I want to know what you want out of my life, Lord. I wish somebody would praise him this morning. I wish somebody would praise him this morning. Glory to God, glory to God. Oh, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Can you get closer just a little bit? Can you take a couple minutes and say, Lord, I want to get closer to you. I just got to have some more of you. Just got to have some more of you, Lord. <laughs> yes, Lord, it's me again. It's me again, Lord. Talk to me. Talk to me, Jesus. Talk to me, Jesus. Somebody in need special prayer this morning. Somebody really got a desire to get close to God. Somebody got a hunger to get close to God. Oh, draw me closer, Lord. Draw me closer, Lord. I want to be like you. We sing to be like Jesus. You realize what it takes? You realize what it takes to be like Jesus? Huh? I believe we can work on it, don't we? Someone you need prayer. You just say Preacher, I ain't got enough of God. I just ain't close enough. I just ain't close enough. I want to be closer to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, let me ask you just one more time. Are you satisfied with where you're at? Are you better today than you were yesterday? Are you better today than you were last year at this time? Have you gotten closer to God there is no middle ground you're either walking away from God or you're drawing closer to God there's nothing in the middle amen